Hi, welcome to Marketing Framework for Success. My name is Zenu, and thank you for hanging out with me today. Today's podcast episode goes out to all those entrepreneurs who are excited about their product and services and want to take that to the world, but their biggest hurdle is how to attract users. There are many lead strategies that are available to you, but I think there is one that really stands out. And in this episode, I'll be talking to you about lead magnets. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. It's a lead strategy that I have used for many years, and I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I can't wait to share with you the tips and insights that I've learned over the years, and it's gonna help you create a winning lead magnet that not only um, will attract, but also wow future customers. So uh, let's get started. What is a lead magnet? A lead magnet is a piece of content that you give away for free in exchange for a user's email address. That's the definition you'll find on the internet. It's not a new concept, but gone are the days when you could slap something together and add it to a web page or a landing page and you could convert visitors easily. But now to truly exceed expectations and get your customers excited and want create something that they want more of, then you have to create something that is of value. And um, I really wanna stress the word value because a lot of times your lead magnet will be your first impression and it will be your user's first interaction with your brand. So if you don't get this right, you are going to really slow the growth of your business and your list isn't gonna grow fast or effectively. So before we get into the frameworks of creating a lead magnet, let's talk about the frustrations and challenges when it comes to creating one. There are three main frustrations and challenges that maybe you're facing right now. The first challenge is you know what a lead magnet is, but you're not quite sure what to offer. You know, Should it be something short, something long? Do you make a one-page PDF, an ebook, webinar series, white paper? I mean, the choices are endless. And what happens is um, many entrepreneurs and even marketers end up um, suffering what, what we call decision paralysis. Yes, folks, there is such a thing as decision paralysis where you take no action. And when you take no action on a lead strategy, you are essentially putting the bricks on the growth of your business, which we don't want, right? Second is maybe you have dabbled in creating a lead magnet, but your lead magnet is not converting traffic into subscribers. And I, I get it, folks. You know, I've been there where, you know, you've spent countless hours working on a lean magnet, but it doesn't make an impact. And um, it's, it's frustrating. However, um, through experience, I've been able to create a framework and um, five easy steps that I know it's going to help you create um, a winning lead magnet and get better results from it. So stay tuned for that. The third common challenge is you are attracting tire kickers, freebie seekers, you know, the kind of people who run for the hills when you talk about charges for your services. We do not want to have a database full of freebie seekers. Um, it's not going to take your business anywhere. It's going to take it down very fast. 
So how do we avoid these challenges and frustration? Here's the alternative. Here's how we get started on creating a winning lead magnet. There are five steps. Like I said before, the first step is to understand your customer's emotional drivers. You need to start from the beginning. You really have to understand your ideal customer's emotions before you get started on creating a lead magnet. Um, there are four emotional drivers that you really need to pay attention to. Fears, frustrations, wants, and aspirations. These um, emotional drivers will be your guiding factor on the kind of lead magnet that you create. To uh, help you get started, um, here are four questions that you want to ask yourself about your ideal customer. The first question you want to ask is, my customers are really frustrated by what? The second, my customers are fearful of what? The third, in an ideal world, my customers desire what? Um, my customers really want. So. Think about these questions for your audience um, to give you some examples. Um, a little while back, I used to work for a company where their target audience was contractors and builders. And for them, their biggest frustration was um, they were working too many hours and not quoting profitably. They were fearful that if they didn't start working so many hours or quoting profitably, that their business was shut down. That was their biggest fear was that their business was going to shut down in an ideal world. If things worked out for the better, then my customers want to find and harness talent so that they didn't have to work so many hours. Um, they want to quote profitably um, so that they could be making more money and growing their business. And their biggest desire is to have the freedom to have their business run without them. And once we were able to understand the emotional drivers, we were able to um, focus on creating one um, lead magnet that was um, working very well. I'm sure it's still working very well. And that was um, a lead magnet that helped contractors um, quote profitably by understanding their margins. So that was a, a quick win um, and it got the uh, target audience wanting more. So take the time to understand your customer emotional drivers as this information will be the deciding factor on what kind of lead magnet you offer. The second step is, and now that you've identified the emotional drivers, now choose five hot buttons that you want to address. Our goal is not to address everything, but select the ones that keep your ideal customers awake at night. You know, the ones that they're continually searching for solutions on the internet for. Um, really important to just focus on five no more than that take the time and now write that down for yourself third step is to um, look at what results you get from steps one and two and once you figured those out create one lead magnet and do that one lead magnet really well um, it's very tempting to develop countless lead magnets and give as much as possible however you don't want to do that. Um, our goal isn't to create lots of homework for our prospects, but to give quick solutions so they come back wanting more. And once you're able to get that first lead magnet done well, then you can go ahead and create complementary um, lead magnets. But uh, focus on one and get that right, folks. 
Step number four. What are the key components that you should consider when you are creating content? Um, I don't know if you've heard of a concept called Sage. It's a great way to think about content strategy. And what Sage stands for is um, S stands for short. So make your content um, short so that it can be consumed right away. A stands for actionable. Make the content actionable so where it's taking your prospect from one step to the next. G, goal-driven. It's moving your audience toward a goal that they have um, in mind. E stands for easy. Make the content so easy that even a beginner can implement it. Um, Yeah, so really when you're thinking about the content that you are looking to create, think of sage um here's an example um if you have an e-commerce website that sells food their lead magnet could be oh download this pdf um it's going to give you five easy steps to make a quick delicious chicken meal it's uh short it's easy it's action driven and it accomplished the goal of making a quick delicious meal fifth step When you are determining what lean magnet to offer, consider value versus risk. It's, um, there is a value complexity matrix. It's normally used in product development, but it can also be used when developing lean magnet. Um, There are four quadrants um, in the metrics. The first quadrant is low value, low risk. Second is high value, low risk. Third is high value, high risk. And the fourth is low value, low risk. When you are concerning what kind of lead magnet to offer, keep in mind that some of the things you're offering might not be the best choice. Um, For example, a newsletter, it falls in the low value, low risk category. It's low risk because you're only asking for an email address, but it's also low value because your prospect might not get the full value right away. It may take a couple of emails before they get to it. The next example falls in the high value, high risk category, and that's an education series. While it's high value, it's also high risk because your prospect might drop off midway. It could be that there's too many videos, they lose interest, but it can be high risk. So just keep in mind if you're putting a lot of effort, maybe that is not the right um, lead magnet to offer when a customer is just getting to know your brand. Low value, high risk. um, An example for that is a sales appointment. If this is offered too early in the customer journey, and when I say customer journey, um, you know where you're taking your customer to getting to know your brand to the buying cycle, um, if you add it to the part where they're just getting to know you, your sales appointment offer may scare them away. So I would avoid um, such a lead magnet too early in the customer journey. It's always a good a rule of thumb to offer a lead magnet that is high value and low risk. You know, a goal-driven lead magnet that gets some quick solutions and all they have to do is enter an email address is always a good choice. Um, you know, I talked about earlier about a lead magnet for contractors, um, which was, you know, 
quote profitably by understanding your margins. Um, it was a one PDF. It was gave them quick solutions. So they were able to quote profitably and it was, um, high value is low risk because all they had to do was put their email address and it got them coming back wanting more. So now that you have identified the five steps to creating a winning lead magnet, you now have the knowledge to generate leads with your lead magnet without compromising on quality. Um, you're going to attract leads that not only understand they have a problem, but are actively looking for a solution. And additionally, um, since you did your homework on understanding the emotional drivers, you will provide potential customers with unanticipated perks, which will help you boost interest, establish positive customer experience, and can ultimately lead to a sales. So pay attention to the five steps that I um, talked about in this podcast. Um, and if you follow all of them, you will create a winning lead magnet. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I definitely enjoyed talking about it. And if you have any comments, please leave me a message and um, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.